we went on the road in ministry, our team of seven adults and six kids first set up our crusade tent in a Mexican colonia where people lived, literally in tar paper shacks. We had our base camp about a mile away and we could hear shooting coming from there every single night. There were times when, under the tent, we could hear rocks pelting the roof. Set your tent up there until I tell you to take it down, the Lord said. We were there for well over a month. Crowds were small and the weather often cool enough to see your breath. I'm sure we wondered what in the world we had gotten ourselves into. The faith chapter, Hebrews 11, verse 16 has these words. But now they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one, where God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. Americans these days are looking for a better country. Those who listened to the first presidential debate last night may well be ashamed. It actually seemed like these two candidates were a microcosm of the turmoil in our nation. Oftentimes, our pursuit of something better is from shame. And on Life Journeys today, we're going to help get past that shame that so many seem to be operating from. I'm Terry Hardica. We often think that God is ashamed of us because of what we fail to accomplish or receive by our faith and we lose our peace and worry needlessly. There were many times on the road where we put in many hard hours, swinging sledgehammers, setting up the tent, and few people came. But God was working on what we were becoming and what we were doing by faith instead of fretting about what we did not receive. Lord, I was never able to establish my promised land. I failed to keep what you had promised to me. But God said, It's not your job to keep what I promised you. It's your job to keep my promise to you. We're people of promise, not people of material things, you see. It's not the earthly land that matters as much as the maker of that land. Two days ago, my daughter spent the day working with the sheriff's office, searching the woods for a very dear friend of hers. Much prayer was offered up, but yesterday they found him in the water, gone at 29 years of age. How many desperate endeavors have we made only to feel like we failed and were left heartbroken? By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, that in Isaac shall your seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from where also he received him as a figure, it says in Hebrews 11. He offered up that thing that he wanted in this life more than any other. Sometimes this world finds us being asked to give up things that we were sure we were supposed to have, yet God says, Surrender what you want to have, to me. The hardest things we've done, the deepest things we've wanted, sooner or later God comes and says, You must trust me and put it all in my hands. 
the good things, and the bad, they are all things that ultimately only I can govern. But it will work out the best for you if you trust me. James says that Abraham's faith was perfected by this kind of obedience, and by it he was made righteous. Perfect here means completed. It accomplished what it was intended to accomplish. Faith working in Abraham caused him to obey God. That is the intention of faith. That is what makes faith complete in us. The word of faith comes to us. The work of faith comes from us. Again, let it be a reminder to us that the measure of faith is not what anticipated thing God would do for us, That is not how a complete faith is to be measured or manifested. Faith moves us, and by that action, God moves. That's the surrender of faith that delivers the soul, struggling with shame, seeming failure, loss, and is what will deliver this nation. I may not be doing the right things in my mind's estimation that I think God could be wanting me to do, but this I know. I am moving forward in this ministry, believing that He wants me to be walking it out in faith. It's the faith journey that hits the mark, not the arrow hitting some earthly target of expectation, something that I may assume is God's direction. Whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. He will receive your actions of faith, whatever they may be or however they may be estimated by men. Therefore, it's not about how many people I think I'm touching, what kind of results I may be seeing or hoping for, or what others may be saying about me. We all are a success in heaven and earth if we're doing whatever we are doing by trusting God. It is such a freedom not to have to put carnal results on our faith to determine either our faith or our spiritual validity. Jesus is our validity, and that is higher than the heavens. What a misery it could be to live out our final years always trying to bring to completion whatever we felt was lacking in our lives. There are no regrets in faith, for it is all of God. Regrets are merely signs of a life lived for one's own glory. Genesis 22:18 says these words, And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. We now are his seed, for it is the seed of faith. If we will enter into his faith and not withhold that thing we love, even our own ego, and need to be right, or understood, or recognized, but give it in full surrender to God, then we will be a success in life. When we're living as Abraham's seed, then our nation will be blessed because of us. Listen, all the nations means we're the nation. Genesis says, in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. And that seed means faith and also the testing of that faith. Abraham was given the privilege of being called a man of righteousness by faith because God said of him, Now I know that you fear me. Faith is proven in surrender, not material, physical, financial blessings. Faith is not about what you get, but what you give because you fear the Lord. So give yourself time. 
Give others time. It takes a long time to reconcile how our lives have gone with what God says about faith. When the search brings great disappointment, heartache, or feelings of failure, we can learn what God meant when he told Abraham at the beginning of his journey, I am your exceeding and great reward. As those created to be filled with the glory of God, by faith we can find a fulfillment in his presence that no earthly effort can ever give us. No man's or nation's destiny is determined by the works of others or by ourselves. The faith that keeps us on the pathway so that we never give up is how we will never be ashamed or disappointed.